0: Drink at home and kind of wrapped it up and went to bed And I had a few different drinks, I had some rum And I had uh, some beers And had some I think I had some ginger beers and Anyway, mixed it up a little bit Um, But woke up feeling not too bad man Because I was in bed reasonably early So it was a good good evening out um, And then didn't feel Too dusty today, just a little bit Laid back, which is alright man Because it's, it's raining, raining the whole day Anyway, so there's not much you can do Um Weird old weather, eh? Hey? Weird weather, mate. We're in late May. It's like the 29th of May. Oh, and there goes that song now. Wait a sec. Bloody hell. How unprofessional is that? Um, yeah, we're in we're in late May now and it's still raining and it's been warm. Like it's been warm up until sort of to today or yesterday, man, which is super unusual um, for us this time of year. Uh, and um, I don't know what's going on, man It makes you wonder what What it was like here Like a couple hundred years ago Like we think we know the climate and the weather And obviously you can tell um, The bigger picture The, the long scale climate Of an area Due to, you know, based on, on What's the vegetation's like And um, it's obviously Arid, dry <laughs> Around here, there's not like there's big trees Everywhere and a lot of lush greenery, but I do wonder if there's been times, periods throughout the last few several hundred years, you know, several thousand years, or whatever where there's rainier times. And we just think we know what a typical summer, winter or wet, dry season looks like in the Pilbara because we've been tracking it for a hundred years. Well, not even, probably in the Pilbara, we've probably been tracking it for seventy, eight, sixty, seventy years. So I just wonder about that, hey, like is it that weird that it's raining in May and it's only just cooled down? Or is it just hasn't done that for the last 70, 80 years? So we don't, we don't we we don't expect it. But maybe it is maybe it does do this. Who knows, man? We haven't been here that long in the scheme of things. In the grand scheme of things, um, the world like climate. How long the indigenous folk have been kicking around here for? Um, we don't really fucking know. Obviously, it's not a, a rainforest. Obviously, it's not like Perth where it must rain a lot. Um, where it does rain a lot, but. For certain times of year Very green and shit like that But I just wonder man Maybe it's not that weird That it's raining in May Which just hasn't done So This century Or the last century But anyway It's raining now man And hopefully That means We're gonna get Some of the rivers flowing again And some of the water holes Filling up Cause we had a shitty Wet season It was It was Super lame We had like three or four days of rain, you know, and they were spaced out. And it was it was definitely everything dried up in between downpours. So it was going to be a pretty dry and dismal year as far as the inland waterholes and the camping season goes. But now we've had, like, rain last – we've had, like, three lots of rain s- since, like, through April and May, which is, which is super weird. So pretty cool, man. And I think we had a decent amount of rain last night, 10 to 20 mil or something like that. Um. So hopefully it's Hopefully the rivers Start flowing a little bit And the waterholes fill up And it just makes for A good camping season Out there And, and it's certainly Making things green Like it's going to be It's never green This time of year It's kind of like The catch 22 In the Pilbara You get the hot uh, Wet season Where it actually rains And shit turns green And the rivers flow And the waterholes fill up But it's it's gross to go out there and do anything because it's 44 degrees and 36 you know and 76 percent humidity and you don't really do a whole lot and then by the time it's beautiful it's 26 27 degrees every day and and cool at night you can have a fire and you want to get out and do stuff it's fucking all dry (laughs) so it's like backwards so a little bit of rain this time of year I, I can only see positives to it really I don't know, it's a bit of a hassle with work It's affected our, our work crews a little bit And probably will do if it's going to be like this tomorrow may, may, I don't know, it may pass It doesn't look like it's It seems like it sort of rained itself out Mostly last night and, and drizzling through today Who who, who knows, maybe that, that front's going to have passed by tomorrow So, But it can be a hassle for work But you know, in the bigger scheme of things um, Pretty cool, pretty nice So... Just so wanted to recap on the last potty that I did. Um, yeah, I've adopted the term potty now. I'm, I'm cool with it. Didn't like it at first, but uh, yeah, come around. Potty, potty. It's an Aussie thing, and I am an Aussie, so it's a thing. Um, the last potty that I did was had a guest on, dude from um, by the way adventures up on uh, up on Facebook. There, his group. He's, I didn't ask his age, I'd say he's in his late 50s, early 60s, late 50s probably. Um, yeah, late 50s probably. He, he and his wife, uh, uh, so, so Dom and he and his wife Jeanette, uh, uh, travelling around Australia. They've just started their journey. They sold up everything they own because, um, you know, they had to, Dom, Dom threw the towel in with his job because he didn't want to get the vaccination, which I understand and support. Um, I've spoke about this ad nauseum on the podcast. I I was always going to get the vaccination. I got the vaccination. Um, I even sort of spoke to some of the younger guys who I was worried we were going to lose their jobs and throw the towel in and things like that, and kind of um perhaps even help persuade them get the vaccination just because I, I I again I thought it was the smart thing to do. Um, but I was never. Uh, and and i thought, sort of, and i should clarify i thought it was a smart thing to do because i didn't want them to lose their jobs not because i was worried about um, the virus and and i didn't think that there was anything nefarious going on with the vaccination it was just new technology that we hadn't quite used yet and and let's be honest i'm one of those people that's um been in the party scene as a younger dude um, Been out there um, whiling out Living a little bit reckless So it's a bit hypocritical To then go all of a sudden Hey, hang on man no, I'm not putting that in my body You don't know where it's, uh, where it, what it is So I kind of didn't run that line um, But I never w- w- n- I was never on this them versus us You didn't get the vaccination I'm better than you You're a second class citizen Fuck you You shouldn't have a job You shouldn't be allowed to come to the pub And you're an idiot topper top of, um, you know, take on things, where I think some people probably did lean towards that and that was spurred on by our government, for one, which is crazy and so, like, a, I mean, I guess you'd say unprofessional, but um, they're not very professional in general, the way they talk and act, but just super dodge that our government would, would sp- spawn us, would would, would like, uh, you know, would would fan the flames of, of dissent between different people, members of the population based on whether or not they got a vaccination and they kind of helped create... Well, they dictated the creation of this second-class citizen who, who didn't get the vaccination. Then the media also fanned those flames as well. Um, and I was never into to that. It just was really gross to me and uh, uh, manipulation, uh, 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 um, an overuse of power... Manipulating people like that And um, That's why I wanted to have Dom on To hear the One of the stories There's a few other people Who I'm Looking to talk to Who are in a, uh, On the same side of the fence As Dom um, Just to hear those stories About what this has done to People Good Aussie people Normal people um, Who just decided They didn't want to get uh, A vaccination You know and, and then What happened to the My body my choice movement Like where we're not forcing um, w- We talk about abortion for women and and all of a sudden it's a big thing my body my choice you know um people don't want to touch that argument with a 10 foot stick and and we lean tend to lean towards the fact that yeah it is your body your choice end of the day you know we we can't force people to do well we can't dictate what people do and don't do with their bodies even though we kind of do with um the use of illicit drugs but it's another conversation for another day but all of a sudden, that none of that shit mattered. You didn't have a choice. You were you were um, being um, childish and ridiculous, and, and and a conspiracy theorist if you d- if you didn't want to have this random vaccination that we didn't really know very much about. And and you know, um, turns out there was some some bad shit going on with some people getting it. Like I've used this analogy about to use now with um, weed for for years, right? Like when people talk about the negative side effects Some people experience with weed And I say, well, peanuts kill some people, right? Peanuts, harmless They're in your freaking most people's cupboards Peanut butter It's like a loved spread That we put on our peanut butter and jam sandwich You know, it's like, whatever man It's peanuts, they're harmless For most of us, some people will die if they eat them so the point is, some things are dangerous for some people. Meaning, probably not every single person should have to have, you know, a vaccination on at at large scale like that. Without you know, if it's, it should be their choice. If peanuts can kill some people, surely a vaccination is going to re- react poorly to some part of the population. If you're trying to make, you know, ninety percent of the world's population have this thing that is a new. A new medication, then it, it, it stands to reason there's going to be some bad side effects. So people should be able to do their own research and make their own choice on that. That was my opinion on it. My choice was, yeah, okay, whatever, I'll get it. I'm, I don't really have many allergies to things and I'm not that worried about it. I'll be right. And then all of a sudden it was like, and if you don't get it, you can't go anywhere, you can't leave your state, you can't get on a plane, you can't go to a cafe or a pub and you can't even work. I was like, what the what the hell? You can't work, man. That isn't even legal in a democratic society like Australia. You can stop people from working for not having a vaccination. It was just madness. And the fact that it didn't stop you getting it or spreading it. I'm going down a rabbit hole here now. That was supposed to just be a quick gloss over of the background. You know where I'm coming from, right? So I had Don on to chat about it. Good dude. We had a good chat. And... A lot of interesting points and thoughts and takes on things. But, there's a but. There's always a but. Um, <laughs> but I did get a little bit of feedback. Um, uh, specifically, of based around some of the things that were said. And I know there's one person in particular who'd be listening and going, ah, because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was messaging back and forth during the week. Because I was, took on what he said and did a bit of backwards sort of, processing of it and and re-listened to the podcast and and checked out some of the things that were said um but there was a few people that mentioned a couple of little little things to me here and there which made me think okay i just want to clear the waters a little bit or 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 sort of delve into some of some parts of the conversation that i probably didn't go deep enough on at the time um i was sort of just letting dom talk and tell his story but there's a few things that i could have Tried to clear up a little bit more while we were chatting. Just, but I don't want my opinions. So I don't want someone else's opinions to to uh, to appear that they're my opinions as well. I'm just having people on here that I find interesting. All right. Um, There's a few things that were kind of um, out of the. I don't know if you call them. Yeah, they'll maybe maybe some wild um, claims. Um, at face value, they even sound, some sounded a little bit wild to me, but I knew that I didn't have all the information. I haven't been following this whole thing for the last couple of months because I deliberately stepped away from it. And I had heard on some other podcasts I listened to people speaking about some of these things. So I had some background, I had the background idea that there was some, like the new documents that came out that Pfizer had to release with. Um, list of adverse effects and and things that they knew before this went to market that they that they deliberately tried to hide and therefore I think that the CEO of Pfizer is is you know under investigation a bunch of other things so I knew there was some information I had I didn't have yet but um I just I just let certain things roll in the conversation I probably could have fact checked a little bit more while we were chatting but I just wanted to gloss over some of those things again now um, just to flesh out that. Convo a little bit. Um, one of the things that sounded sounded like um, if you just hear it at face value, like that was oh, um, yeah. One of the things that sounded uh, 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 like a little outlandish was the 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 list of adverse effects that have been claimed. Um, not they've been claimed to do with the vaccination. And it's not just that they've been claimed. To, that people have had these uh, adverse effects with the vaccination. These are the official papers that Pfizer had to release so that they knew about this in their clinical trial stage so this isn't just people claiming, oh this happened to me, that happened to me randomly. These are things that have been documented by by the scientists and uh, uh, you know, the medical staff and the scientists over at, at Pfizer there so this is kind of substantiated claims and the list is like 1,200 long. There's like pages and pages of all these adverse side effects and there's things like encephalitis and there's heart diseases and and, uh, heart you know problems and it's like a list from A to Z and it's huge it's massive um so I don't know exactly what that means um but apparently Pfizer have documents that say these are adverse effects from our vaccine that we that we know about so so those claims, when you start rattling off them, there's hepatitis and all sorts of shit in there. It just sounds like a, a random list of just every disease that we know of. But they're all on a list that were released by Pfizer that were listed as adverse effects to the vaccination. in the case. So that's true. That's, that's, whatever that means, that list is, exists, and um, Pfizer have released it unwillingly. So there's that. Um, I think there was another one that caught me off guard that was... Um, walking around with a rat test on you 18 months ago would get you a fine of twenty thousand dollars. I'd never heard that, and it just sounded wild to me. I was like, okay, well, I've never heard that before. And again, I probably should have said, wow, really? We'd, when can we look that up? Can we can we delve into that a little bit deeper? But um, I've done, I've since done that, and that was just, that was true. Now it was more more based around the availability of the rat tests. So they were trying to. Um, they were trying to, uh, you know, just dis- dis- discourage people from from hoarding rat tests when they were trying to use them, and we didn't have enough basically, and they wanted them to go to the places they needed to be. So that was what that was more about. Um, but that was true. You, you uh, an individual was was. Uh, eligible to be fined $20,000 for carrying a rat test around with them and a company up to $100,000. So that was a true thing. That sounds wild when you say it out in the, in the open, but that was Mark McGowan announced that on TV. So that was true. Um, There's a few other things that were mentioned, like um, the PCR tests can't tell the difference between influenza and COVID-19. Now, again, not a random thing that Dom just said off the top of his head. That was definitely reported, um, by a bunch of different sort of um, Reliable sources But as far as I can tell Doing my research It has since been fairly Substantially and and reliably refuted So it seems like that, that one wasn't Actually that's not correct That was reported Wasn't a random thing That was just made up and thrown out But apparently it seems like You know That's not true um, that was be- That's been refuted Um Heart disease, one I wasn't, I haven't been able to find much on that. That that heart disease has gone up forty percent in Australia since this vaccination has been administered at large scale. I haven't been able to find those numbers anywhere, so I'm not sure. I, I can see there when I start looking up heart disease, uh, uh, there is a forty percent statistic in there, but it's more related to um, uh, I can't remember uh, how many deaths from heart disease, or well, it, it wasn't specifically saying a forty percent increase in heart disease i'm not sure if that was if i just haven't found the information or if there was some confusion in the in the data there um but i'm not sure about that one and then and i think the last one was you know some correlation versus causation claims about people having cancer and, and not being able to breathe properly because of the vaccination which is you know um correlation does not equal causation that's we're getting into the realm of 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 kind of um, uh, confirmation bias there when you when you sort of say those things. Um, we don't know what the cancer is from, mate. Um, we don't know what the the why the people can't breathe properly. Like people get sick, people get cancer. Shit happens to people all the time. Definitely, people. There's been this weird anomaly of athletes dropping dead of heart. Heart attacks and shit like that And I actually I should also clear up I do believe That there's been a bunch of people Who've had adverse effects These random adverse effects And people have dropped, dropped dropped, dead Of heart attacks And shit like that But I just Very cautious Of going down That that track of Of throwing it all In the same basket Going It was cancer from the vaccine oh, This dude can't breathe properly From the vaccine oh, He's fucking His hair fell out From the vaccine Like I'm I'm, I'm I step away from the conversation at that point because I don't know if any of that's true. So I believe to to, to stay open-minded and, and um, nuanced in the discussion and and, and also um, not marry yourself to a certain idea. You've got to kind of take the facts as they come, weigh up the other things So that is interesting. There is some correlation there that but you know maybe that hopefully people do some more research on that and if there is, some of these things being caused by by the vaccination. Hopefully that that information surfaces um, over the next couple of years. But to just jump it, jump on it right now and say, "See, this happened from the vaccination." Oh, I gotta I gotta detach myself from that from that um, train of thought at this point in time because we just don't know. And conspiracy theories are a funny one, right? Um, there's definitely conspiracy theories that are real. But there is. And, and, as Don pointed out, during this pandemic, um, a lot of things that were considered tin foil hat conspiracies at the beginning, 18 months ago, even eight, six to eight months ago, a lot of those things are now commonly accepted facts, like um, gain-of-function research research stuff. Um, uh, there's a lot of things. I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now. I didn't write anything down, but there was a lot of, a lot of these... Um, things that you couldn't say you were being ridiculed for saying 18 months ago and they're now just commonly accepted as fact. And that's, so that, that is a thing. And it's that's, and that's not just around COVID. It's around a lot of different things, right? Things that you're a conspiracy theorist for saying and they turn out to be true. And there is conspiracy theories, right? Like um, governments conspire to do things, um, covert operations and shit, and they do them. That's a conspiracy theory, Right? It doesn't mean that it's crazy. It means they conspired to do something. And if you have an inkling that it's this is what's taken place, you have a theory about it, that's a conspiracy theory. There's this term that gets thrown around because there's so many fucking loopers out there who just jump on every conspiracy, like flat, flat earthers and shit like that that just make the rest of the people who are into some of these outside-the-box ideas look like lunatics... Um, these, then Now there's this derogatory term Oh he's a conspiracy theorist Well okay oh, Some of those conspiracy theories are real Some of them hold a lot of water And I am very interested in them But um, again I detach myself from jumping on the bandwagon um, With all of the conspiracy Especially if they kind of intermingle a little bit And you just Oh well, I like that conspiracy theory Because it rubs shoulders with this other one That I'm really into And then you kind of just start attaching Conspiracy theories on top of conspiracy theory and also again confirmation bias and and cherry picking facts um, and i'm not saying this is what don was doing i'm just speaking in general terms now about conspiracy theories um, but yeah, speaking in gen- speaking in definites and and um, yeah things like correlation in your mind proving causation um, things like that you just gotta, oh, i think you got to be careful with that sort of shit to keep your um, to keep your credibility, mate, like you've got to be very sceptical about all the information you take in. Um, there's so much going on in the world that it's it's so hard to get to the bottom of things. There's definitely conspiracies. I said it on the podcast, and I still believe this, that that governments are working with the media and with big tech social media companies tied in with pharmaceutical companies. I believe that that's all tied in together. This is a big money orgy and an exchange of power and control over the people and dissemination of information. Like I believe that's all meshed in together and it's built into the to the fabric of the whole of the whole system. I believe that 100%. Um, I've spoken about that many many times, but just because I believe that doesn't mean that everything that looks dodgy or everything that's doesn't sit well with me is some. Um, definite conspiracy Uh, uh, for starters people probably just aren't that competent government workers you know um, to tie all those things together but there is so many things going on in the world it's that the waters get so muddied it's so hard to tell what's real what's not what's important what's not And, and, and the media are so good at throwing new things at you all the time you know as soon as covid started winding up bang they hit us with the um, the the war on Ukraine and, and um, we don't know what's really going on over there and of course I think if you listen to people who are far smarter than me they'll tell you about all other conflicts in the world that have been going on for ages like um you know the one they've been talking about on the Rogan podcast a lot lately I knew nothing about it I still don't really because I haven't looked up I haven't looked it up for myself but you know there's the people of Yemen have been getting bombed. For years now, and and there's a war that, uh, that's a war-torn country. Then no one gives a fuck about it. So we, we pick and choose what what information is important. What the media does, and as soon as it starts to dry up a little bit, or something juicy, el- something else juicy comes along, they jump onto the next thing. And all of a sudden, soon the war in Ukraine will be old news, and we won't care about that anymore because it'll be something else to talk about. But the damage and the pro- and the problems and and the you know complex. A political landscape that's all messed up now and, and the, the lives that have been torn and, and, and fucked up from this well that will all still be going on but we'll just be on to something else and they're so good at, at throwing so much at us and we've got such a short attention span we're always on to the next thing the next thing the next thing the next clip the next reel the next highlight the next headline that we who knows what's really going on mate it's it's hard enough to know what's going on in your own local community and inner circle, if you just micro micromanage your own life and then your family and then your friends outside of that and then your community and then your town, there's so much going on just in that. That To think about that we've really got an idea of what's going on on a global level uh, is just crazy, man. Like, And there's some brilliant minds who, who can't even lay out this whole situation, even just bring it back in a little bit, even just to the COVID situation. There's so many brilliant minds who've talked about this and can't even lay out a good, clear, bigger picture of what's happened from start to finish. There's been so many things happening at once, compiling on top of each other and random information coming from all angles. And it's just a, it's just a bloody mess, mate. So, yes, I think some dodgy shit has gone on. Definitely the abuse of power. Um, definitely there's a lot of money grabbing going on from certain... Certain um, parties here, um, you know, and but I just I'm not all in on the whole conspiracy theory around the vaccination like it's going to kill us all or we're getting cancer from. I'm not, I'm not in all in on that. I just don't know uh, uh, enough about that, mate. Um, I know enough from what I've heard about it to be comfortable that I've had the vaccination, whatever, cool, done, dusted, didn't even get sick from it, um, still don't know enough that I'd give it to my kids and I've been pretty vocal about that. So I guess I just wanted to clear all that up and, you know, you can go on a bit of a deeper dive sometimes when it's just me sitting here ranting anyway and, like I said, I went off through the week and did a bit of research on some of the things that we spoke about because I really had been out of the loop and all this sort of stuff for a few months. I wasn't – none of that information was front and centre. I hadn't looked at those those released Pfizer documents um, it was all just kind of hearsay, background knowledge in my head So we just talked about it And then, you know, um, me as a podcaster Trying to get better at my job um, I guess I need a... I, I, I can get better at having those discussions face-to-face with people uh, as, as I get better As I get more practice at doing it um, You know, you don't have to agree with everything people say, for sure I'm trying to be accommodating And trying to let people tell their story But I guess a good podcaster should be able to challenge what the person's saying without making it uncomfortable or shutting that person down or being confrontational. Just, okay, can you expand on that? And There's ways I I can do that. So there's something for me to practice in that as well. But I did just want to clear up the fact that my views aren't tied, married to the views of the people I'm speaking to. Maybe we have some... Uh, some crossover views Some similar um, ways of thinking And again I thought Dom's a very interesting person And some very interesting ideas and points of view And that's why I got him on here I wanted to he- hear his story And I'd have him back on in a heartbeat and he- as well um, But yeah there was a few things That I just had to flesh out a little bit more So that was uh, that was what that was all about So yeah I think, that's, I think we covered everything there mate um, as I said, it's a rainy, bloody Sunday afternoon. It's quite, quite pleasant. Um, there's not much you can do when it's like this. You can do shit inside your house. Me and my daughter went for a little daddy-daughter date today, which we had to try a few different places to go into because good old Headland. Excuse me, we'll have a drink. Good old Headland and its two o'clock shutdown rule that it persists with for some infuriating reason. I just don't understand it on a weekend, on a Sunday, why you shut your kitchen at two o'clock when right. there's still people, there's still people in the in the pub, or the cafes, or, or, or whatever it is. But so <coughs> I wanted to go to the dome with the daughter. We rolled up down there, and <coughs> it was five to two, and I went to get some chocolate cake for her and a little baby chino, and they said, "Oh, we're closing five minutes," and like there's people sitting around eating everywhere and shit. And there's people walking up to the front door, still other families. And I was just like, I had a little tantrum. I said, ah, oh, this town's buddy, this bullshit. And I turned around and walked out, which is pretty pretty childish, to be honest. But I was pissed off, man. Just, ah, disappointing and hating. Like, I was going to disappoint my daughter, either. She was fine with it. It was more me that was upset. Went to a couple other little cafes, all shut. I Googled a couple. Everything was shutting it, too. So anyway, we, we pulled it together. We went down Woolworths, bought a little chocolate fudge thing and a strawberry milk for her and went down the Esplanade and I had a beer and we sat there and it was fine. We had a little date. She didn't give a shit where we were. But that's the stuff that infuriates me, man. On a weekend, you're going to close at 2 o'clock and then if they are open, they close their kitchen. It's like, just stay open for the day, man. We don't have many options. This is one of the few things we can do. And you shut it down at 2 o'clock open back up at 5. It's a shit idea. It's a shit idea. It's always been like that in this town. I forget about it sometimes because I don't go out that much. It's frustrating, mate. I don't get it. Um, this is a bit of a rant for you. Pissed me off. But we had a good afternoon anyway. Um, made it work, as I said. Made it work on the fly, and we both had a good afternoon. It just That just pisses me off so much, mate. There's not much we can do now. The, the yacht club's shut. Um... The heady, the actual barb, they're finally doing some work on that, but that's shut. And the timing of things in this town as well. They wait till the end of summer, and then they they tear down the turf club and start the new renovation. So it's going to be shut for this whole season instead of doing it directly at the end of last season. So it's open... In time for the new season Wouldn't you think That would be the smartest way To deal with that No They didn't do it that, that way They wait till Season's about to start Then they tear it down So we don't, we don't have any Horse racing in this town This this year either um, And the pathway The footpath Out the front of my house Here on Sutherland They were doing Finally doing June restoration From damage that was done During Cyclone Veronica In 2018 I think it was uh, Or 19 Whatever um, 19 maybe um, So So Again, yeah, they don't do that during summer when people aren't really using the beach path and the beach because it's so hot. They wait until the perfect weather comes around. They wait till the start of May and then they block off like a kilometre of the footpath and start tearing the beach up. So they're going to do it during winter when we've been hanging out. I literally look at that switch pathway and go, oh, I can't wait till that's good enough weather I can get out there and go for a run in the morning with my dog and then they block it off as soon as the weather comes good. Like what the fuck is with that decision-making process? It's so infuriating in this town sometimes. The shit planning, the shit people who make these decisions. That's probably enough. I'm getting angry. I'm going to move on from it. And it's been 30 minutes anyway, It's I'm looking at it, it's 5.30 in the afternoon now So I've got to wrap my shit up and go start getting dinner sorted for the kids and stuff One last thing before I go, before I get out of here I've been spending a lot of time, I've been nice and consistent at the gym lately And feeling good and all that sort of stuff And 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 one thing I think about when I'm there quite often is gym etiquette Now we all know some of the main things, you know, like oh, use a towel on the machine oh, re rack your weights, that's fine, do that if you want, I don't really give a fuck about that but the gym etiquette that bothers me These are things This is a list of things I've quite literally been exposed to At gyms That I think um, Should be involved um, On the gym etiquette list Right These are all things real, real things that have happened So I've got a little list here It's a short list I'm not a fussy guy Maybe I'm a fussy guy But it's a short list anyway Of things That should be included In the gym etiquette list Don't shave in the vanity basin. Seems like a pretty logical thing, right? Don't shave in the basin at the gym where other people are going to go wash their hands and their faces and then quite often, you know, all the time, when people do that, they leave hair all through the sink and on the bench top. This isn't your house, mate. Hey, fuckhead, this isn't your house. You're at the gym shaving in the public sink. You fucking hairy ape. Get out of bed half an hour sooner, fuck 10 minutes sooner and do it at home. You fucking hairy ape. Don't shave in the vanity basin. You are an animal. That's one. Two, and this is sort of, this goes to a lot of public toilets, but specifically a gym where we're in a community. We're not just it's not a shopping centre where you just fucking you have to go there, so you go in there and getting out, and then you get caught in a situation. This is a community, right, at the gym. Don't shit all up the bowl and leave it. You know, some dudes are going in there, his pre-workout's kicking in, his tummy's rumbling, he goes to the toilet and he just... And I hope it's just dudes, I've never been to the female's toilet, but I can't imagine, this is a horrible thought, thinking this would be in the female's toilets too, sprays the back of the toilet bowl, sometimes it's on the back of the seat, all over the fucking toilet bowl, back of the seat, shit like that, pubes left on the seat and shit, and then they just fucking leave it, there's a toilet brush there, they just leave it, and you go in and you can't use it, I can't even bring myself to piss in that toilet, let alone actually sit on it, what kind of fucking troglodytes are we dealing with here, I walk out of a toilet like that and I'm looking around thinking, was it one of these fucking monkeys, who did that, you animals, Some people just ain't house broke, man. Don't shit all over the back of the bowl and leave it. Get your brush out and scrub it off. Bit of paper towel if you've got it on the seat. Don't be an animal. Gym etiquette. Number three. This is real things, remember. These are real things I've been exposed to. Some of them very recently. This one, very recently. Don't, under any circumstances, leave Undies with skid marks hanging on the the back of the door in the shower, on the the towel hook or the robe hook in the shower. Don't leave your undies with skid marks in it like a five-year-old kid hanging on the back of the door in the shower. What kind of fucking level of society have we got going to these gyms, man? What's going on? What is with that? You've got skiddies in your du- in your undies. I've got an issue with that already if you're a fully grown man, adult. If you're a woman too. Haven't been in there yet. Not sure what goes on the females. But I've got an issue with that straight out the gate. But okay, whatever. You had a rough weekend. You got skid marks in your undies, Okay. Don't fucking take them off. Hang them on the back of the door at the gym and leave them. You absolute monkey. What kind of mongrel does that? And then you what? You make an, walk out and you make eye contact with someone else. Hey, man, act like, fucking like it's normal. You're not normal. You're an animal. You're an animal. What the hell goes on in these people's minds, man? disgusting wrap that up in shame wrap those skid mark undies up in in shame put them in a bin somewhere walk out and look at the ground don't make eye contact with anyone else you're a filthy creature far out change your diet man far out number four this one's not so bad but it's awkward don't fart at the urinal when you're in company When there's someone else standing two foot away from you getting changed And you go into the urinal and pss, oh, pss. It's fucking weird man Just try to hold that in or at least let it out gently It's someone's right next to you in their underwear getting changed And you fart at the urinal That's weird bro That's weird Come on not as Not as bad as the other ones But it's weird Number five This one happens outside the toilet. Most of these have been in the toilet, I realise. Don't take up gym equipment for long periods of time, especially in groups of two or three, and have long conversations in between your exercises. We're here to fucking work, especially if I'm here at 5am in the morning. I didn't get out of fucking bed for a conversation. I'm here to work. You should be here to work. You want to come with your little buddies and do all the fucking equipment machine workout? Cool, man. No sweat. But fucking talk while you're working. And when you're done, get out of the way. Because people are taking 15 minutes and shit to use one, one machine. And they're not doing any work. You're talking like like you're not even at the gym. So you're not working hard enough. You're talking too much and you're taking up the machine. Usually a machine that's a pivotal part of someone's exercise, like a leg press machine or some shit or the bench press, whatever it is. Just do your work and move on, man. Be a little bit more uh, um, conscious of what's going on around you and the fact that other people would like to probably use that piece of pivotal machinery as well, okay? It's just... I'm not going to downgrade these people to the same level as Neanderthals who are leaving skid-marked undies hanging on the back of the shower doors, but still, just, just be a little more considerate, please. Um, and this goes a little bit contradictory to what I just said, but there's a, you know you, there's nuance here. Don't talk for 15 minutes while you're doing exercises on a machine, but... Do say good day to the other regulars of the gym who you see there every single day. Don't be that fucking douchebag who I've walked past at the gym four or five times a week for the last six months who still won't make eye contact with me and say good day. Don't be that fucking douchebag. What what are you doing? Say good day. I'm not asking your whole life story. We don't need to hug. I don't even need to shake my hand. But fucking look me in the eyes and give me a little nod or a good day, mate. That's all I'm asking for. We're here the same time every single day. It's fucking weird, bro. Look at me and say g'day. That's all I'm asking for, a little bit of gym etiquette. And while I'm at it, from the people that run the gym, a little bit of gym feedback, gym etiquette from the owner's point of view. Do some maintenance in your fucking toilets. No wonder you got animals going in there thinking it's okay to shave on the fucking vanity and shit all up the back of the bowl and sling their skid-marked undies around the place. You guys don't do any maintenance in there, man. Why do I have to pour a bucket of water down the urinal when I'm finished? I feel like I'm fu- it's degrading. Put a tap there or put some new fucking urinals in that flush. Put a little. You can run a bit of copper pipe and a handheld little hose toilet hose that you can people can spray that down with themselves or heaven forbid a urinal that flushes don't make people tip a bucket of water down there like the toilet's broken that's what you do when the toilet's broken as a temporary solution one of the toilets one of the showers has no threshold there's a word it's called threshold it's the it what differentiates one room to another it's it's a it's a it's a it's a like a seal, it's like a little step, it's a little trim that goes on the floor To keep water or weather or whatever it is from one section of a house or a room or a building From the other On a shower, in a public area You'd have a little chrome piece of trim 10-15mm high, silicon to the floor running the length of the shower door opening So all the water from the shower doesn't piss out into the hallway and into the toilet making a trip hazard, soaking the fucking towel, the towel mat and just making a general mess. It's, it's a, not a hard job. It's not a hard job. Not hard to fix that at all. And my, my, two, more, two more complaints. When a light goes in the toilet, fucking fix them. The one in the toilet was gone for like two years before they finally fixed it. Now the one in the shower is gone. It's been three months. It'll probably be another 18 months before they fix it. It's a globe. Just fix it. And last but not least, your hand dryer doesn't work. It's never worked. I've been going to that gym for four years. It's never worked. Get a new hand dryer or put a hand towel machine in so we can actually dry hands rather than having to flick them on the floor. These things compound making people not give a shit because you don't give a shit, and that's when they start fucking shaving. It's next to we have people on their knees shaving straight into the urinal because someone else is washing their hands in the fucking butt in the vanity basin. A bit of care, a bit of love, a bit of etiquette in the gym and in the gym facilities and amenities, please. That's all I'm asking for. Amen. Ab- average Man Podcast, 126... The Cold Shoulder, that's the name of the fucking song. Hope you liked it. Over and out. Peace.